You're listening to The Athletic Mind with your host, Taylor Cook and Lauren Williams. Welcome back to another episode of The Athletic Mind, where we dig deep and shed light on the mental side of sports for athletes and coaches by having open conversations about mental health, mindset, and performance. Welcome back to another episode of The Athletic Mind. I'm really, really excited to actually have this conversation because I know how detrimental it's going to be for not only the two of us to have because we've been so busy but also obviously for all the athletes that are listening um, for them to take some some key points away from this discussion today and we're getting just down to like business here not a lot of catch up because Lauren's on a tight schedule and (laughs) (laughs) we're finding the time to make this work so we are talking all about R&R, rest and relaxation, some recovery session today. Yes. And I will have to highlight that Taylor's currently, you know, on the tail end of a gauntlet. (laughs) Six countries in two months, my friends. It's been fun. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I mean, highlighting the importance of rest, recovery, relaxation is huge. Um, But the elephant in the room is that when you're an elite level athlete, that all sounds like the enemy of progress in certain ways. Mm-hmm. If you're resting, well, then somebody else is doing the work, right, Taylor? Oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've had that thought go through my head of thinking like, oh, like, yeah, okay, I really should go to the gym, but like my body is so tired and I know that I need rest. But if I'm not there, then I know someone else is going to be doing it and they're going to be progressing ahead of myself and obviously as an athlete we don't like the thought of someone performing or outperforming us right yeah no absolutely and I mean I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody else say that to me right like whether it was a coach or you know even my parents at times and it's it's super interesting because there is a part of it that makes sense right like and we're talking, I'm trying to figure out how to, how to phrase this, but we're talking to our athletes right now about, you know, like you're, you're heading into break, you need the time to rest and relax, but you have to do it in a productive way. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think one of the things that maybe we confuse a lot of the time is rest and recovery, looking like laying on a couch for hours on end. Maybe that's what you need for a day. But when does that not become productive rest? When does that just become like couch potato-ish to the point where when you finally get up from the couch, you actually feel worse than when you got on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it might look different for different people and where you're at. But I think the big piece of it is actually being able to listen to your body and and understand what your body needs in that given time. Absolutely. And like it it always, I feel like all of our discussions always come back to the foundation. And it's like one of the, I think one of the not first, but at least beginning episodes that we had on season one of this podcast was talking about the importance of self-awareness and getting to know and understand your body, right? Because it's not just about how 
I mean, it's not just about how you understand it so you can, you know, get, dig deeper into your belief systems and, and rewire some of those beliefs that are maybe holding you back, but also being able to know your body physically when, when it's time to say like, okay, like this is too much for me. Mm-hmm. And I need to take a step back. I need to, and then be able to finish that sentence with, you know, I need to, maybe it is like you said, like to have like a day on the couch. Like I just need to lay down and let yeah. my body truly like relax. Maybe it means like you had, you should go and treat your body to like a sports massage. Maybe you've been like really overworking it and like your muscles just need a little bit of R and R or maybe like, you know, when I'm in the need for some sort of like rest and recovery, like I'd like to do that in a productive manner. So making sure that I'm getting out for like daily walks, for example, like getting my body mm-hmm. moving, but not pushing it to the limits like I always do as an athlete yeah and I wrote um a newsletter on this actually last night um in terms of like stress and load and how do you handle stress and one of the things that I think our society is is turning towards is this idea of stress is really bad for you right stress can be the underlying thing for all of these health issues or illnesses or you know whatever and you know to a certain extent yeah for sure that's true but in the elite athlete world you're putting your body under a certain amount of stress every single day Mm -hmm. sport in and of itself is about helping your body become better at handling stress like if you look at hockey for example like there's no way that you can look at the sport and say that that's not stressful to your body it's physically Mm -hmm. taxing which is stressful you're moving your body out of that status quo out of that homeostasis and you're expecting it to do a lot more so maybe we should look at you know rest and recovery and relaxing as a way of managing that level of stress and if your stress level has been at a hundred for weeks then maybe the way that you take care of your body and the way that you recover and rest looks different than if your stress level was at 50 Mm -hmm. I don't have the perfect equation for it but understanding number one that rest and recovery is essential because you've been putting your body under stress Mm -hmm. throughout your sports season probably a good place to start yeah well rest is a weapon and I think that a lot of athletes have a really hard time understanding that concept I know when I was in university I was in the same boat like that rest was not an option like if mm-hmm. I was resting that meant that I was holding myself back from being able to go after the goals that I'd set for myself not just athletically but academically as well So we know the stresses of a student athlete, especially at this time of year, you know, you're prepping for your exams and all that fun stuff, probably maybe in the middle of exams coming up actually. So Mm -hmm. like thinking about as a, as a student athlete, how much stress you are under, not just physically with your sport, but also mentally having to study for all of these exams and making sure that you're getting the best grade that you possibly can and all that stuff, which, you know, I'm not undermining by any means but it's also really important that you don't burn yourself out in the process of this because then holidays are going to roll around and Mm -hmm. if you are an athlete that's away from home 
we all know how that goes, right? Like you go home for a short period of time and then you find yourself running around on your vacation or your holiday or your rest period. And you have to go and see all of your family. And then you have all these gatherings and like, we're not under the assumption that our athletes don't go out drinking with their friends when they go home. So let's be honest, they are obviously doing a little bit of damage there as well. So Mm -hmm. just think about the reality of, are you even relaxing at that point? Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you can also look at it as there's benefits to doing all of that, right? Like maybe being able to spend time with your family and being able to spend time with friends you haven't seen for a while is recharging and kind of like a form of, of rest for your mind Mm -hmm. in the sense, like it's recharging your social batteries Mm -hmm. or it's helping you feel better mentally because you're seeing those important people in your life. But you have to start looking at it as like, where are you taking from that as well? And if your sleep is affected, you're taking from your rest. If you're, you know, drinking or eating a lot of foods that you don't normally eat, that you know, don't maybe sit well with you, like, I will always, 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 always make room for like extra dessert around the holidays. But I know it doesn't sit well. Right. Like I know it does not make me feel great, um, but I still do it anyway. So like, where are you taking from that equation as well? And Mm -hmm. it's not about having a conversation that's solely always surrounding performance. Cause like, if you want to live a happy life and really and truly enjoy it, I believe that it's not always about performance. Sometimes you eat certain foods, drink certain things, whatever, purely because you like it and yeah like we're humans first right like I mean we're obviously here as as a community in the locker room talking about what we can be doing better as athletes from a you know a mental standpoint in order to improve that performance but Mm -hmm. if you're not able to enjoy life outside of your sport then that's definitely a conversation that needs to be talked about. And maybe that's something that we can, you know, talk about in, in future episodes as well. But yeah, it's super important to be taking that time. And I like that you talked about like the social battery too, right? Because I mean, it's, it's everybody is different. And I really want to preface this conversation be- with that because like, I love going home to see my family. But I also know that I can only spend a certain amount of time with my family before I'm like, okay, like I love each and every one of you, but I need to leave. This is getting a little bit overwhelming and it's actually kind of taking away from my experience being here versus someone Mm -hmm. who maybe like gets very homesick when they're away. And then when they go home, they spend all of their time with their family and they absolutely thrive and love it because like when they're away, it's maybe a little bit more challenging for them to have that kind of social connection. Yeah. I mean, and I think about, you know, I absolutely love my family, right? Whenever I go home, after the first couple of days, I do find myself looking for those moments where I can be alone, right? And it has nothing to do with the fact that I love them less. Mm-hmm. It's It has everything to do with, like, I know when I need a break from people in general. Mm-hmm. So it's being able to listen to those cues and understand where maybe you feel pressured to do the exact opposite of what those cues are trying to tell you. And I think that's what happens. And what I want to talk about a lot when it comes to R&R for athletes, 
who are still in season, right? Maybe you're getting those cues of like, I just need to take it easy for a couple days. But then there's a conversation in your head that's saying, well, what about what's going to happen when you get back on campus? Mm-hmm. What about what's going to happen when you get back on the ice for the first time or when you have to run the beep test when you get back? Ugh, don't even say those words. How are those? I know, right? How are those two days that you fully take off going to impact that? Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, instead of resting, you're in the gym or you're on the ice or field or track or wherever it may be because there was some kind of guilt trip going on from your perfectionist mind that's trying to tell you that you need to be go 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 all the time when that's just not the case no no of course not of course not but okay here's a maybe a good question to to discuss actually is like for those athletes who okay we're not at the break breaking point of like actually going home for the holidays yet but maybe their body is telling them like I need a break like maybe maybe a day off from practice would do me some good, both physically and mentally. How would you recommend as a coach to go Mm -hmm. about having that type of conversation, whether that be from a coach's perspective to the players or from a player to a coach? Because I feel like as a player, it would be really intimidating to go up to your coach and be like, hey, I think I need to have like a day off practice. And like, you know, there's a lot Mm. going on or whatever. Like it can be an intimidating conversation to have, especially if your coach is not as progressive as some other coaches may be. Mm. It's definitely not an easy conversation to have if you have a coach that's in that kind of frame of mind. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Um, If you have a coach like that, let us know. Maybe we can, uh, if we can get them on the line and talk to them about how they need to alter their perspective a little bit. Um, but I always think of things in terms of like a value proposition, right? Um, and it, it, I remember when I started thinking about things this way, I, it felt a little weird or like a little slimy to me, but it's why do you need the time off? What are you going to use it for, right? So like if you go up to your coach and you just say like, I'm, I don't want to come to practice today. Like I'm tired. Your coach is going to hear that and go like, okay, so is everyone else. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you go up to your coach and you say, Hey, you know, I really want to be here, but I'm struggling a little bit mentally with getting prepared for exams. I feel like I'm not paying attention to the little details right now. And I'm missing something. My body is physically exhausted. And I feel like if I had today to catch up on my work, to get a little recovery and that it's going to put me in a better place for tomorrow. And the day Mm -hmm. after that, then I don't understand. Like I personally don't understand a mindset of a coach who would look at that and say like, no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't care how you feel, but being able to communicate your feelings and then also show this is how this is going to help me. This is what's beneficial on the other side of being able to do this for me Mm -hmm. I think can help broaden a perspective of someone who might not already believe in taking a day off Um, but ultimately you have to approach your coach the way that you see best fits the scenario and the relationship that you have Mm -hmm. yeah of course and so how about for all the coaches that listen listen here 
mm-hmm. would your um I don't know two cents or a little bit of recommendation in terms of talking with athletes about the importance of rest and recovery because I feel like mm. as coaches you have you know, a certain expectation for your players, like after your practices and games, you're taking time to cool down, stretch all that stuff. But we don't really talk about like the seasonal points so much, at least in my experience, maybe, maybe I know that obviously you've got the mental performance coaching and stuff as well. So like, maybe it's a bit different within the club for you because you get to be part of that conversation. Mm -hmm. But a lot of other teams don't have those uh well-informed coaches I'll say so um I what I can do is kind of go through how we talked about it Mm -hmm. um as a staff we number one like the first thing that we did was congratulate them on a great first half right and talk about the growth and what they've learned over the first half of the season because we do have a lot of players who are very new at college hockey it's their first time doing it right so having them reflect on what they've learned throughout the process, um, physically and mentally, I think was a good place to start to get them reflecting on their experiences. And then it's also great for goal setting, right? We're having one-on-one meetings with everybody this week as well to see, you know, where they're at in terms of where they thought they might be at the beginning of the year. Um, and then in terms of rest and recovery, the way that we phrased it I guess is like we even said you know if if you don't touch the ice while you're home that's okay you're not going to forget how to play hockey if you're home for you know 15 to 20 days or whatever the break is that they have um but what we do want you to be mindful of is how you're treating your body while you're at home Mm -hmm. and taking a few days maybe to just fully recharge is totally fine but if you're already in the training room seeing RATs multiple times a week, maybe you should start to think about getting a plan from them. If you know that you don't have the same facilities at home, like a gym or the ice or whatever, maybe you should be having a conversation with our strength and conditioning coaches about what you can do at home. Mm -hmm. Um, Have a conversation with yourself in terms of where you're at in terms of stress and load and what you can best do to manage that. And then we said, because, you know, you have to take care of your body. We want you to go home and enjoy it. But we will also be testing when you get back. Yep. And the reason for the testing, and I said this, it's not to judge you. We're not asking you to test because we want to judge where you're at. We're asking you to test to see where your load is. Mm -hmm. We really don't care that much about the change in your individual score We want to see a pattern so that we can develop better systems for you moving forward. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get a clear picture of where you're really at, laying on a couch for 20 days is not going to give us that clear picture. Mm -hmm. So it was very much like a balance between you need to rest and recover, but you also need to know what you physically and mentally need to do to stay an elite athlete (laughs) while you're resting and recovering did you say they have like 20 days like you're kidding we have a very nice christmas break very nice jesus 
I can yeah. just wish. I think we had maybe a week when I was in the university. Maybe. Yeah. Like, we've got, we we've got a couple players with no exams. So they're leaving like tomorrow. <laughs> Are you guys done games until the new year? Until the 30th. We play Dartmouth on the 30th. Oh, dang. So everybody, and this is where it's crazy. And this is why they also have to like manage taking care of themselves is because everyone has to be back for practice on the 27th and we play a game on the 30th. So it's also keeping that in mind, right? Mm -hmm. Like how do you set yourself up for sex, for success? How do you um, rest and recover, but also take care of you so that when you are asked to show up on the 27th to prepare for a game on the 30th, how can you put yourself in the best possible position? Mm-hmm. So importance of taking a look at your schedule and like being aware of one, how long your break is and two, what you have going on after the break is also a very important piece of that puzzle as well, obviously. Yeah. Cause there's no getting around. Like there's expectations of being an elite athlete. That's just how it is. Right. I mean, like you have to make some sacrifices as being an athlete at this level whether that means you're a student athlete playing in university or Mm -hmm. maybe you're playing professionally in one of the I mean many women's leagues that we're seeing now but obviously since our listeners are on a global level now which is great by the way um it's yeah I mean yeah I mean you got to take into consideration a lot of different things so I mean, if we break it down into the more like generic pieces, it's one talking about knowing your body well enough to say Mm. what kind of recovery it is that you need at this moment, whether that's going to be sitting on the couch, whether that's going to be an active recovery, maybe that's, you know, going out and having the, the social time, whether that's with friends, family, whatever the case is, and refilling your battery in that sense. Yeah. Also talking about how long your break's going to be, what's going to be like manageable or, or ideal for you. Cause maybe like you just had a 20 day break. I can't even, <laughs> I still can't get over that. So maybe you have like a really long break, but you know that like resting for a full 20 days is going to be doing more harm than it's doing good. Right. So if you're going home, figuring out a plan, you know, planning, which is what we've talked about. I don't know how many times in the past couple of weeks. The importance yeah. of preparation, whether that be for for practice or tracking your progress or planning to have a good rest period, making sure that we're getting ahead of it and, and are prepared for the moments that we are able to. And mm-hmm. also making time if we feel that we're maybe stressed out and have a lot going on, maybe you have a shorter time at home and your exams go longer. I mean, that was usually the case for me. So Mm-hmm. Making sure that in between all that stress, you're making time for yourself. Yeah. In some capacity. Yeah. It's it's the constant process of asking yourself what you truly need mm-hmm. and then trusting the answer that you find within yourself. Because maybe you're already asking yourself that, that question, but you don't trust the answer. Maybe what your body truly needs and what your body is telling you is like, no, I need a day to just not do anything. Or I need a couple days to not do anything. Mm -hmm. But do you trust what it's telling you? Or do you have that perfectionist or I'm not good enough voice in your brain saying like, 
Yeah, but what if? What if you take that? What is somebody else doing? What is somebody going to think of you taking two days off? So for the folks who do have that perfectionist thinking, then what would your recommendation be? Because battling with that voice is a pretty, pretty difficult Mm -hmm. one, I would say. Oh, absolutely. But what, like, why, why would you listen to that voice? What is it going to do for you? Continue to ask yourself that why, and then where is it coming from? What belief system about yourself is triggering that thought pattern? And if it's coming from a place of, you know, I'm not good enough, or I won't be valued as a member on the team if I don't do this, or I won't be loved and appreciated by my teammates or my parents or whoever if I don't do this, or if I'm not perfect. Really? Do you really believe that that's true? start to poke holes in it because I can guarantee you that it's not fully true Mm -hmm. that two days of rest is really not going to impact the way that your teammates or your team values you as a human being (laughs) (laughs) no I'm gonna go with a hard no that's not gonna change and I mean even even what is the old saying like like a day off is you're not gonna forget how to play hockey if you take a day off I don't even think that's a saying, but I just feel like I've heard people saying it very frequently these days. So, yeah. But like, yeah, the same goes for rest and recovery as well. It's like taking some time off is not, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. It's not going to kill you. It's actually probably going to help for the most part. So long as you're not like, you know, going hard into the junk, junk food pile (laughs) and like laying on the couch for seven days straight or something, obviously. But everything within moderation, we always uh, encourage. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But I think, you know, keeping in line with that, we are going to be taking our own rest and recovery Mm -hmm. over the holidays. And uh, it's been a long season, right? But we might call this the, uh, the official end of season one of the athletic mind mm-hmm. been through a lot we've been through a name change <laughs> we've a lot uh, of growth yeah a lot of growth we have made it work through two incredibly intense schedules on two totally different time zones oh, um yeah and while it has been super rewarding it has also been exhausting at times so yeah. taylor and i we both recognize the need for our own rest and recovery. So that is what we will be doing over the holidays. Um, I'm excited about it. I know Taylor is as well. Yeah, my mom, my mom and my brother, they get in next week, next Wednesday, actually, where we'll be dropping uh, our, this is like the, the big closing out uh podcast actually not this one that we're talking about right now but next week's Mm -hmm. where we're going to be interviewing dr annalisa caputi is that how you pronounce her last name i believe so (laughs) yeah good to know yeah yeah so she's gonna be our like big finale episode and this is gonna be a really good one for anybody who's female in this audience which I believe we're sitting at about like an 80 percent female audience right so majority mm-hmm. of you will want to be tuning into next week's episode we're going to be talking all about women's health and hormones in athletics in training yes so you, you bet we're going to be talking about periods in training <laughs> yeah 
and she is um, an ND, so a naturopathic doctor. Um, she's amazing at what she does. Super excited to have this conversation with her um, because let's face it, your biology, your hormones and everything else that's going on in your body has something to do with the way that you perform. Mm-hmm. At least some, maybe, maybe just a little bit. Maybe, so. Yeah. I would say and so. we all know the more you know the better off you are so mm-hmm. yeah I mean she even taught me a couple of different things about like where you should be training like really heavy and where you should be going lighter depending on like where you are in your cycle and stuff. so I'm really looking forward to like having that conversation like everybody else hearing all of these like really cool facts and and love it yeah some really good questions and conversation coming into next week so I'm looking forward to it sweet anything well, else then. to add before we close out here lauren no no nothing else to add i just had another meeting pop up in my calendar so i gotta run <laughs> yeah time to go yeah we try to keep it short and sweet so uh as always thank you all for listening so much we appreciate each and every single one of you uh if you could kindly take the time to leave us a rating on apple or on spotify and if you feel even more gracious to leave a written review on apple Podcasts. this really does help the podcast grow and reach new audiences just like yourselves well with that being said thank you all again and we will see you next week 